Hi listeners, this is Dr. Brianna Stubbs bringing you a special edition of the Research Roundup, where we'll discuss a hot new paper that came out last week. The paper caught my attention because the results on the surface were the opposite to what everyone expected. The paper was looking at the effects of ketones on inflammation. We went into the ketones and inflammation topic in quite a bit of detail in a recent Research Roundup. So if you're interested, you should go back and listen. But a quick summary if you don't have time, there are a number of research studies in cells and animals that have shown that ketones, especially the ketone beta-hydroxybutyrate or BHB, could reduce inflammation by inhibiting part of our innate immune system called the NLRP3 inflammasome. The NLRP3 inflammasome is part of a complex set of proteins that are a part of our innate immune system. The inflammasome drives the inflammatory response in several disorders, including autoimmune diseases, type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's disease, atherosclerosis, and auto-inflammatory disorders, as well as in response to bacterial infection. BHB can lessen the activation of the NLRP3 inflammasome, which improves outcomes in models of inflammatory diseases that have been studied in science papers. Also, research studies looking at ketogenic diets in both healthy individuals and in disease have indicated that this diet can also lower some markers of inflammation. So it was looking like BHB could be at the center center of this anti-inflammatory effect. However, no one had ever looked specifically at raising BHB in isolation without diet using exogenous ketones and how it affected inflammation in humans. So the authors of this paper set out with the hypothesis that raising BHB through exogenous ketone supplementation would lower immune activation and decrease the release of chemicals that are linked to inflammation. The paper was published in the Journal of Molecular Nutrition and Food Research, and the research group that carried out the work was led by Dr. Jonathan Little at the University of British Columbia. Dr. Little is no stranger to the field of exogenous ketones, having published papers looking at the effects of ketone salts on exercise metabolism, and also more recently, publishing a paper that showed that ketone esters could decrease blood glucose response to an oral glucose tolerance test and also improve insulin sensitivity. Dr. Little's most recent paper was titled Oral Ketone Supplementation Acutely Increases Markers of NLRP3 Inflammasome Activation in Human Monocytes. So first up, let's give you an overview of the, what the researchers in the little paper did. There were two parts in the experiment. In the first part, 10 people drank ketone salt drinks and then placebo drinks. In the second part, 20 people drank ketone ester drinks and control drinks. Just before the drink, the researchers collected a blood sample and then again at 30 minutes, just as ketone levels were peaking, a second sample was collected. The researchers then split the blood samples in half. One half was kept aside and the second half had a bacterial toxin added into it. The bacterial toxin would stimulate the immune cells to become active and then release those chemicals that trigger inflammation in order to combat the bacteria. Both the stimulated and the unstimulated samples were then used to measure the levels of immune cell activation. So what were the results? The first thing to note is that the samples that weren't stimulated with the bacterial toxin did not have any immune response and it didn't make a difference if people had consumed ketones or not. Only the blood samples where the bacterial toxin was added saw this uptick in inflammatory markers. This is pretty much what you would want. You only get inflammation in response to this potentially harmful stimulus from the bacteria. But key takeaway number one is that the ketone drinks didn't trigger any inflammation just by themselves. So if it was me writing the paper, I perhaps would have reflected this nuance in the title and changed it to Oral ketone supplementation acutely increases markers of NLRP3 inflammasome activation in bacterial toxin-stimulated human monocytes, as there was no increase in inflammatory response in the blood cells when people consume ketones, but no bacteria was added. What about the stimulated samples, the ones where we added bacteria in? 
This is where the results were unexpected. In fact, the opposite of what everyone had predicted, including the researchers. Rather than inhibiting the inflammatory response through a BHB action on NLRP3, the researchers found that the activity of several immune markers was higher when people had consumed ketones before their blood was stimulated by bacteria. Whilst unexpected, this paper isn't actually the first time an immune boosting effects of ketones such as this has been described. A research paper published last year did quite an invasive human experiment where they infused ketones and also bacterial toxin directly into the blood of healthy young adults. They must have had really good doctors on hand and a very trusting ethics board. These researchers also saw a relative increase in the same inflammatory markers when people were infused with ketones and exposed to bacteria. So the finding presented here in the little paper is in line with this other previous research. There are a few other things that I think are interesting to consider about the little study. Firstly, the control arm was a calorie-free drink, whereas the ketone drinks do contain calories in the form of BHB. So it's reasonable to suspect that the availability of calories and substrates such as BHB may have boosted and affected the activity and responsiveness of the immune cells. What's more, the ketone drinks triggered a small increase in insulin and there was no rise in insulin with the calorie-free control drink. The researchers point out that this rise in insulin can also boost release of inflammatory markers, so this may play a role in the results. So the unanswered questions from the study are, firstly, if having calories from a substrate, for example, glucose, or altering insulin levels might also have increased the immune activation after bacterial stimulation, compared with remaining in the fasted state. Without that comparison, it isn't totally clear if this immune boosting effect is ketone specific. Secondly, how would this effect play out if the sampling window was extended past 30 minutes? A single time point gives us quite limited information on which to base conclusions. What about if multiple ketone drinks were used over several days. Thirdly, it isn't clear if this immune boosting effect would be present in people with pre-existing inflammatory conditions. That said, there have been enough people using ketone ester and salt drinks and reporting improvements in inflammatory conditions that I'm not totally discounting that there could be a beneficial effect. There have been plenty of researchers, such as Dominic D'Agostino, who have been using ketone supplements personally or looking at blood work of people who do for some time now. And so if there was a negative effect, there would likely have been more reports of these people having increased immune activation in their blood. Finally, I think an interesting point to finish on is that you have to take a step back and look at what's happening here. You drink ketones and nothing seems to happen in the immune system. But then you add in a bacterial danger signal after drinking ketones and you get this boosted immune response manifested as more markers of inflammation. One can certainly argue that boosting the immune activation in response to bacteria is likely beneficial. You really want your immune system to be able to effectively fight off infection in order to survive. It's very much a case of context. In the right setting, inflammation is protective and in other settings, it can be harmful. I like the metaphor that inflammation is something of a Goldilocks effect. Not too much, not too little, it has to be just right. So the results of this paper support the idea that BHB and ketones are far more than just a fuel. They're a signal that can modulate the activity of many systems of our body, including the immune system. But they also highlight the importance of more human work in the future. Studies like this will help to understand the basic science mechanisms, but we also need more applied clinical studies. It's super cool to see human work start to tease out the differences between exogenous ketones and the ketogenic diet.
and perhaps in the future we could actually repeat this study and include a cohort of people on the ketogenic diet. Hopefully, this intriguing paper is the first of many more similar studies to come. As I'm sure you know, ketones are a pet topic of mine, so I'd love to hear what you think of my analysis. Drop a comment below and we'll get back to you. So until next time, train hard, look after yourself and live well. You've probably heard of GoCubes are chewable coffee gummies. GoCubes were featured on Shark Tank and was one of HVMN's first breakout products that helped put us on the map in 2016. They're a yummy, on-the-go, jitter-free energy boost. This is the last run of GoCubes we're going to make. But the sweet news for you is that until April 19th, which is this Friday, we are offering 50% off on GoCubes. That's right, you can get more than a month's worth of chewable coffee for around 20 bucks. Order as many as you like, GoCubes must go. Visit www.hvmn.com pod to activate this time-sensitive offer. Act fast as we will be running out of stock very quickly. You can also find the link in the show notes. Appreciate it, thank you so much, and talk to you soon.